This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. Sitting across from me in my kitchen, my spacious kitchen... My California-style kitchen. I don't even know what that means. But it probably doesn't apply to my kitchen. I don't know what style it is. It's got a counter. It's got some stools. It's got those stools everyone has that they bought at CB2. You know those stools. Anyway, oh, it's Mike Kaplan. (laughs) Hello, Todd. How's it going, Mike? Great. I think a California-style kitchen has pizza. That's what I... That's that's the word. Oh, you're doing a California pizza kitchen. Do you like California pizza? That's kind of a guilty pleasure, California pizza kitchen. I don't. I think I've only eaten there maybe in an airport. I'm never, as a, a person, I don't eat dairy, so pizza isn't my... Uh, I did eat pizza right before coming to your apartment, though. Uh, I don't want to give away what your What kind of awful pizza? Your location. Kind of, tell me about the awful non-dairy pizza you had. <laughs> I had a vegan picante, which is uh, like a like a meatball-y with peppers. Peppers are real. Meatballs, less real. Uh, there's ba- balls of something ground up. They're not even... It's not meat, and it's not balls. I think uh, it'd be cool if someone all out and just like even the peppers aren't real <laughs> peppers are made of meat <laughs> we're so into faking foods even the peppers but i'm allowed to eat no <laughs> it's all fake meat fake peppers god what a great comedy routine we just struck together <laughs> who's gonna do that on stage i am <laughs> i think that's fair so you have you had vegetarian pizza for lunch i did what are you gonna have for dinner uh, that's a i haven't i haven't planned i, I don't plan my whole life <laughs> Uh, out in advance. Do you know what you're going to have for dinner? Are you pl- Whoa, turning the table. <laughs> turning the kitchen counter on me. Um, I didn't plan this podcast. You, now, you do a podcast. I do. Now, I should point out, I just offered you some club soda that I feel really like I'm a great guy. But you have a, you have a whole spread. I did when I when I did the podcast uh, at its original location. Uh, it is ne- we have now moved. Uh, I've moved networks. You moved for, from your apartment. Uh, and it was not my apartment. Oh, it was your producer's apartment. Yes, it used to be at the cool, super cool podcasting network slash Dave's apartment complex. Uh, but now uh, Dave is no longer my podcast producer. He's, is there a story there? Uh, he emailed me. Uh, listen, <laughs> once upon a time, he emailed me and said, "I don't make any money from making podcasts, and I need to make money." So, uh, can you bring take your podcast uh, home with you? And uh, ah, so who's doing it now? I'm now on the Keith and the Girl Network. Oh, okay. So I, I go to an actual uh, an apartment where no one lives. The the Keith and the Girl Studios. They they have a, a dedicated really? podcasting location. Like, aren't they like the world's first podcasters? They I think I think it was Adam and Eve. Then Keith I've and never Girl. done their show. I keep I feel like I've. Uh-oh. I feel like I've said no to it just because it's far. <laughs> Nothing personal. Just like, oh, that's like way out in Queens, right? It's in Astoria now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They, they used to be way out in, in, in Queens. I don't make mistakes. Uh, I call Queens Queens. So you do, you're part of their network now? I am, yeah. If you go to keithandthegirl.com slash hang. Wow, I don't know. If you can edit that. Yeah, we'll move the plugs to the end. That's <laughs> disgusting. That you I'm on their network. <laughs> I'm just trying. I don't do it for me. I do it for them. But you had a whole spread. Like I showed up and it was like it was like 
a movie set. There was, mm. there was a make, Craft services. There was a make-your-own-pasta bar. With a chef, a <laughs> there chef. was a California Pizza Kitchen no, there was franchise. No, but there was like M&M's, if I remember. There was probably, yeah, there was, uh, there was probably like salsa and chips oh and hummus and, uh, and trail mix. There was various fruits. There was, I've had, I mean, they just, they opened their fridge to me. There's whatever, kombucha. There was no and, meat on the, uh, No, there was, they did have some dairy, because they, they ate dairy. You're like Morrissey, you're like us. <laughs> If I'm not eating meat, no one in my building is eating. No one in the area is going to eat meat. I'll say, I mean, I did, when I got married, uh, I married a woman who was not a vegan. Uh-huh. And we had at our wedding, I think it was, uh, for our family, there was fish involved. There was no no animals with legs, but we had uh, we had fish and there was yeah. dairy. Yeah. But you don't eat fish either. I do not eat fish. For the same ethical reasons? Yeah, I think that. I mean, I, I never really ate fish, even when... I ate meat, but... Uh, Has anyone ever asked you about your veganism ever? Because no. I want fresh ground. <laughs> I want fresh ground on this podcast. Uh, yeah, fresh ground, non-meat. Fresh ground. Has anyone ever even brought it up during one of your podcasts? I've never, I've never told anyone until now. Seriously? Wow. I, I've is... kept, people, people have looked at my, they've observed my eating habits. They're like, hey, have, have you ever seen Mike Kaplan eating meat? I've, I've eaten with him twice. Yeah. Like, both times. That's not enough. To... Both times he dragged me to this terrible, <laughs> this terrible pizza place that doesn't use real cheese. Uh, well, that's, that's cool. I, I kind of feel bad for vegans because everyone just constantly... Talk to them like they're freaks and like, oh, ask them okay. all the questions. But then again, eat some meat, you won't get these questions. That's fair. How about I just tell people that I started eating meat and then I'll, I won't get the questions anymore. Then I'll get the questions, yeah, yeah. hey, why'd you start eating meat again? I, I, there's, I, I'm going to get questions my whole life. Do you know, I know a lot of vegans, and quite a few, surprising number who like I would have never in a million years thought they'd start eating meat again, and they did. Ah. Do you know anyone like that? Uh, I, I probably, I think Harrison Greenbaum I saw on stage say he was vegan, and then I just saw him this past week say on stage that he w- used to be vegan, and but he's he still... Has uh, I'm not saying it's just like Seinfeld that Seinfeld episode where uh, the dentist became Jewish for the jokes, but uh, I didn't even know. I you know I feel bad that I haven't seen that. I haven't seen a lot of episodes. Have of you not Seinfeld. seen Seinfeld? I've seen Seinfeld, but it's one of those shows that I you'd think I'd watched more than I actually have. We should you should have a game with your future guests if who haven't listened to this episode. How many episodes? Figure out how many you've watched and how given over under have like a fun game. How many? Because I would have guessed a lot to all. What are the chances of me getting a guest on the show who hasn't listened to this episode? <laughs> I mean, it's like everyone is going to listen to all the episodes mm. to do research like well, I do when I do a podcast. I got you. Well, as, uh, if that's the case, which I believe it is, I would say then ha- try to ask when they listen to it and then way in the future start this game. Okay. I didn't even follow the game. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest with you, I didn't follow the game at all. Something with, yeah, Seinfeld game. Have you oh. seen a lot of Mad About You? <laughs> no. Have you seen a lot of Mad About You? I think I, saw, I think I watched all of Mad About You. I've watched every episode of Queen of, uh, what, not Queen, House of Cards. Okay. That's, that's, that's easier to do. Why is that? There's fewer of them. There's fewer of them. Yeah. It's also really good. Oh, sure. I, I'm not saying the others aren't really good. But oh, yeah. Just as an aside, it's also really good. I understand. Uh, so you've watched how many episodes of Mad About You? That's the Paul Reiser one. Yep. I, I honestly think I've watched all of them. I don't know a number, but... Did you see Diner? I haven't seen Diner. See, now you have to see Diner is one of those movies when I'm talking to people, when I'm lecturing people about movies. <laughs> no, when movies comes up, I go, you got to see Diner. I've heard. I've heard great things. Paul Reiser, Steve Gutenberg, Kevin Bacon, Daniel Stern, Mickey Rourke. All amazing. 
I, I believe it. It's a. I'm it's not. On, it's on Netflix on demand. I'm not trying to argue with you. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm trying to argue with you. <laughs> I'm just making a case. I for should me. definitely because Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser was my first. Is the first comedian that I ever saw a special of when I was a kid. He once bumped me at Catch a Rising Star. Huh. Not in a in the way that you're allowed to do when you get famous. In the way that I do to you. Yep. <laughs> I, I opened for him uh, a month or two ago for the first time. I met him. He's still doing... Paul Reiser's still doing stand-up. Or is he back doing stand-up? He's definitely... Well, how long do you have to not do it to be back versus still? I feel like he... I mean, I haven't heard about him doing stand-up in a long time. Well, he he did it the night that I did it with him at a... Because <laughs> people paid money to see that? Well, and but then I also said I, he did an hour of stuff. I'm, I'm familiar with his with all, with all his books, with his original work. With his oeuvre. Yes. And he uh, he didn't go back to the archives. This was all really? new stuff. about. He had some great jokes about uh, that were clearly written after various technologies came into being. Yeah. So he's still, he's still doing it. He's Where doing was it. this? This was in uh, outside of Buffalo at a casino. Did you talk to him much? Yeah, I uh, I saw we were staying on the same floor, so I saw him sweaty walking back to his room. I was like, Paul! And I frightened him because uh, that's that's what happens when yeah. somebody yells your name behind you. Uh, but I was like, oh, I'm not a crazy person. I'm, I'm a comedian. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a crazy stranger. You didn't say I'm the comedian opening. For I know. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I told him who I was. He, he. His face relaxed. We chatted a little bit, and then yeah, before the show, he was uh, very friendly. That's good. Yeah. He seemed like a very nice guy. Wow. So what? what do you, did you find out what he got for that casino gig? I did not find that out. What do you think? Uh, more than a thousand dollars. I bet he got. Twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> if you didn't get more than a thousand dollars, well, that's good that you. Yeah. Before, was the, how was the crowd? Uh, the worst for me. They were great for him. Like, I love a good bomb story. So, <laughs> you'd said it went well. That we'd be moving. On. Well, I'd be back to the pizza. Mm-hmm. So, were they just like dead? Like, a- oh, for me, yeah. Like they they told me to be real clean. And towards the end of my set, I think I did you know ten fifteen. I think I did 20 minutes and the last five minutes I did I was like I'm gonna do this joke it's a little dirtier and they 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 reacted to that like a regular audience like if I only had audio of the audience reacting to the final bit that I did what wait, what was the final bit now? it was about like getting uh, you know touched at the airport oh so you got a little dirty yeah I zoned out like, oh yeah that always <laughs> happens so any shows where they tell you to be clean if you push it a little bit you realize, oh, it's the one person who wanted me to be clean. Yeah. The audience actually doesn't care. People at a casino don't care. If you're but of course, the, the casino is a den of sin. Like, like, I'm sure when you just lost $18,000 at a blackjack table, you're not saying shit or fuck. <laughs> That's shameful. So have you done, um, did your agent hook you up with that? Uh, yeah, I uh, my agent at Gersh. Are you going to do more shows with him? I hope so. I would love to. So did he kill off? Yeah, he, beginning to end, they, I mean, they were completely on board. But he also had fame on his side. He did. More fame. But it was... I you, you have fame. I, yeah, I've got uh, less fame than Paul Reiser. That's what I tell people. So you did how many, how long did you have to do? I think 20. 20? Yeah. Hmm. 15 is a nice opening amount if it's not going well. Yeah. It was, I think they would have been fine if I stopped, but I, uh, I, I do the job. Casinos. I'm surprised they had you do 20 because usually they want like a short show so people can go back to losing all their money. Yeah, this was uh, the opposite. This was he did I think an hour 15. Really? Uh, an hour 15 at a casino is not what people say. Outside, outside of Buffalo. Yep, at a, in a Salamanca. If you want to, if you want to get <laughs> did specific. Did you fly there? Uh, I drove there. You drove there. I drove because uh, it was a Saturday night, and the next night I had a, a plane ticket already to fly from New York. City to L.A., and the only way that I would have been able to fly 
it would like it would have involved a lot of complicated connections. I want to hear the okay. exact time because <laughs> I'm going to tell you how you would have done this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I had at the time a seven seven a.m. flight oh, from New York City. Yeah, you would have been out of. Yeah. So I could. So you would have had to find like a four a.m. flight out of Buffalo. Yeah, I, there was no flight that existed. I would have had to. It would have cost like five hundred dollars to change the flights. All right. So rather than spend five hundred dollars, you. Added 15 hours of driving. It was six hours and each way with... $490 <laughs> worth of gas. <laughs> I, you said $10 and 15 hours of your life. That's important. Why did you go to L.A.? Uh, at that point, uh, I just go I, I, every few months, and I think there was like... You go to check in. Yeah. I go to make sure that people think that I still live there sometimes. Now, do you do meetings when you're there? I do some meetings. I think that trip I had, you know, I record some podcasts. I do some fun shows. I hang out with friends. I uh, enjoy the weather and uh, eat food. I, I'll say everything that I do. I go to the bathroom. I uh, breathe a little bit. Leave the apartment that I'm staying in. Uh, but no, I, I think that time there was like a showcase for an industry showcase that my management has uh, out there once a year. And so the next time, next time I go, there'll be a meeting as a result of that showcase. Is this the legendary Dave Rath? That is my manager. Everyone knows Dave Rath. Absolutely. He's funny, Dave Rath. He's great. He's a yeah. He's. I didn't say he was great. I said oh, he was funny. Got it. I'm just hoping he heard that. <laughs> He'd be laughing. He'd be high five. I'll tell him to listen. He better. He's your manager. I'm sure he listens to all your podcasts. Probably. <laughs> like all managers, they listen to <laughs> all your their podcast appearances by their clients on nine times speed. This is getting too show busy. Because uh-huh. I have a. I like to have a cast a wide net. Okay. I have like 35 million listeners. <laughs> They're not all in show business. Understood. Because I got the one mention in AV Club. Oh, the, how, was it a nice mention? It was a. It was kind of a. It was an okay mention. Have they looked at yours? Ever? I believe they also gave me. And they. I was in a. It was in a pod. You know, something like here's the here's good podcasts and here's ones that we don't want you to listen yeah. to. And I was I was definitely on the good. It was in a batch of good ones. Right. Well, that's good. As mentioned in a batch. And then they never talked about you. Again. That's correct. I know some people over there, <laughs> which is why I got the one mention. Of course. I feel like I do, too. Ah, wow, that just, <laughs> just, killed, that just killed the interview. I'm Who gonna, do you know? Do we know the same people? I'm going to have to tighten that up. And, <laughs> I'm going to have to tighten that up with GarageBand. Uh, I guess, let me, sorry. Uh, thank you for the seltzer. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, is that coming? Oh, we're going right back in Yeah, I just wanted to, it seemed like you were saying you were nice to give it to me. So you flew, uh, what airline did you fly? I flew Delta. You, oh really? I that is my. You I say that like it's a good airline or something. I it's good to me. It's They've the, gotten better, I the, think. Delta. It's, it's the best to me. Uh, I, I noticed because I they used to you know everyone's had their Delta problems. But do you want to hear? This is the. I want to hear anything. I'll tell you. This is this is on Delta to Delta's credit. Here's the thing that happened to me. Uh, I was in a in a plane flying to L.A. They're doing their job so far. This I think on that very trip that we're talking about. They got you a plane. Drove back from the Buffalo area. Got on a plane. Oh, it's like a nice new plane with the the. I've since been on one where the the electronics, you know, the entertainment center. There was like hundreds of movies. It was old movies, new movies, hundreds. Flying where? Uh, from New York to L.A. On oh, a hundreds of movies. Hundreds of movies. You must have gotten a that they must have been using that plane to go to Bangkok or something. Possibly, but whatever the case was, I've been on them a couple times. Uh, at, on this particular flight, my in my seat, my seat and my companion seat were not. It was not working. Oh, I thought you were going to say a celebrity was sitting there. Nope. Uh, I, I'll tell you when I sat next to Tom Brokaw if you want. 
First no, uh, first let's get, stay on board, stay okay. on track. Here we are. So in, in on this particular flight, in coach. Don't always get bumped up when flying to LA. Uh, but uh, in coach, amazing, free movies, hundreds of movies, free, not working. So they come over uh, and they say, oh, oh, it's not working. Oh, we can't. They try to fix it. They can't fix it. And they say, how does one hundred and fifty dollars sound? Uh, so I got $150 credit. I think because I'm a platinum, it would have been like 5,000 miles or some smaller amount of money. That's great. Yeah. I had that happen as everyone turns their podcast <laughs> volume all the way to off as, as as everyone switches over to another, to Pete Holmes's podcast. Delta. <laughs> I like uh, switching yeah. over like it's a TV. No, I was once on a flight and I think like it was something minor like the, oh yeah, the outlets didn't work. Look. Which most planes don't even have outlets. Correct. And I heard a guy apply to and go, we're going to give you 10,000 miles to a guy. Yep. So he didn't say it to me. <laughs> so I just wrote them an email. And I go, hey, I was flying to Seattle. Man, what a... Really would have loved that outlet to be working. Just like you're not like... I don't like a jerk complaint. Just, hey, just letting you know the outlet wasn't worth 10,000 miles. But $150 is actually better. Uh, yeah, I, li I like money. That's pretty good. That's pretty generous. I like, and it is, it's super generous. I didn't uh, require it or request you it. You could see like six movies in New York at a theater with that money. Oh, yeah. That's more money. I, I could have only seen three movies. But it was 150 Delta money, though. I mean, money. They that didn't, could, yeah. guy, guy didn't pull his wallet. No, they didn't give me cash. <laughs> no. anyway. uh, but it was 150 per person. Go get yourself a good, nice cappuccino. Yeah, no, I have to use it to purchase new tickets. That's good, though. But I, but I do that. You're a platinum member, though. I am. That's God, I've never gotten platinum. How really? You, huh. How is it that I'm more successful and more famous than you? <laughs> and, and, you can even, you, and you have platinum. You can be more discerning in where you choose to go. Oh, you really? Where, I mean, do you go fewer places that you must? I mean, last year I went to Australia with Sarah Silverman and got a ton of miles. But didn't hit platinum? No, hit gold. Oh. God. <laughs> United. United. Come on, baby. Got it. Um, uh, I go to L.A. probably like, you know, four to six times a year. Okay. So that that adds up, and then I go to other comedy clubs. Let me let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Tell me about Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw, uh, I was sitting next to him. I was bumped up to first class flying to Minneapolis uh, about a year ago, and uh, I he was on my first. He was the guest on the first time I did Letterman when I did stand up. He was a guest. He didn't allowed to talk to him then. Uh, yeah, he. I didn't realize it was him until somebody walking by was like, "Mr. Brokaw, I love your book." And I'm like, "Hmm." Somebody knows Mr. Brokaw. How do you not recognize Tom Brokaw? He had a hat over his face. I think he was trying to hide. Well, he should. He's a nightly news guy. Yeah, also. For, for many years. I, le I leave people. Wants uh, to be left alone. I leave people their privacy. My God. But also, one of my best friends, who you know, you know Sam. Sam, uh, who. Oh, yeah, I, who helped me hook up my TV. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Sam's father was Tom Brokaw's producer. Uh, for many years, uh, they traveled. So you had two, I had two ins, two ins to annoy him while he's trying to just chill out, <laughs> while, he, while he's wearing a hat to say, "I don't want to be bothered." Much like with the Paul Reiser experience, where I think you know, all, all these people, if somebody talks to them who they don't know who they are, they assume initially, "I'm going to be annoyed." Right. Uh, I was, it was, I was with Judah Friedlander on the street last night outside the stand. And uh, a girl was like, what's going on in here? And he's like, uh, comedy show. She's like, oh, are you guys funny? He's like, no. Oh, She's like, God. what do you guys talk about? Isn't it oh. funny? He's like, no, it's nothing. It's, it's AIDS and cancer. It's, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. He just, for, and she just kept asking questions. And he, she was like, oh, I love AIDS and cancer. He's like, oh, no, it's not in the way that you'd love it. What do you guys talk about? <laughs> so if I tell you some great subject matter, you're, are you, I feel like you're not going to buy a ticket regardless. That, what do you guys talk about? 
I don't know. You know, there's people like trying to bark people into the Indian restaurants uh, in the East Village yeah. of New York City. Yeah. They're like, what, what do you guys cook? What kind of, what kind of, <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about it. You have some sort of uh, curry dish in there? <laughs> what are you doing? Talking about curry? What are you, wait. So you sat next, did you talk to him? I did. I, I, you know, I waited for a moment when it seemed like he was, you know, on a break from, you know, like, you know to put down a magazine. I was like, Mr. Broca, don't mean, don't mean to bother you. Just, uh, we were on television once together. And, uh, and he was like, oh, I, and I told him I, that we were on the same letterman. He, he said, oh, I, I probably, I left right when I finished, but, uh, but hello, you know? And then, uh, then I also told him about the Sam connection and he's like, oh, like he, he seemed pleased. He's uh, he's not an actor. Yeah. He's a legitimate guy. And yeah. he talked, and then I, you know, I, I left him alone and then he asked me a few questions and we, really? we, we, yeah, we chatted for about 15 minutes. That's good. Yeah. He's a nice guy. What was he doing going to Minneapolis? He was giving a, a speech or something. Somebody hired him to come. And it was first class? Yep. You didn't need to. That's the only reason you told that story, to let us know you flew in, you flew, you flew in first class. <laughs> Look, Todd, once you're platinum, you'll fly in oh first class God. all the time. I sat next to, I don't know if I've told the story on one of my many podcasts, but I was on a JetBlue flight, and this guy came on, and he, looked, he had a rock and roll vibe to him, mm-hmm. and he had like a punk rock kid next to him, like his son. And I'm like, God, that guy... Feel like he's someone, like he's got that vibe. Like he, it was like, then I kind of, uh, then he pulled out a book that was like the best music writing of whatever that year was. And I go, oh, yeah, he's someone. And I go, who is he? And then I, he pulled out his ticket. Like this was when they, you had itineraries, like <laughs> okay. from a travel agent. And I looked at his name, and it was it was the drummer from the Talking Heads. Ah, yeah, which was kind of cool. And you know that guy's name, you Chris know. France. Yeah, okay, yeah, I did know that was necessary. And I didn't realize until we landed that his wife, Tina, from Not Talking Heads, was on the, was in the other side. I think they both wanted window seats, so then they didn't need to travel next to each other. <laughs> Either that or I should have offered, but I didn't know <laughs> until it landed. But he was nice, and I said, I go, I saw you. I go, I saw you, University of Florida, many years ago. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that show. So what I'm saying is if you see a celebrity on a plane, except me... <laughs> <laughs> feel free to talk to them. But I did wait till we landed. That way... Oh, that's nice. Because I feel like if you start talking... I mean, it's fine. But I feel like the worst thing you want to do is like like one, ten minutes into the flight, a six-hour flight, start talking to them. And they're like, oh, my God, I, oh, I got to talk to this fucking guy for... Uh, yeah, I usually open with, we don't have to talk for a very long time, but I know, I don't do that. Do you really? No, that'd be... That'd Who be, else? Have you ever approached anyone else? Uh, when I started out uh, doing stand-up, and this is not a story about a celebrity. Uh, Click. <laughs> dial tone. This is a, this is a story about a, a time that I, a guy did this thing to me, like to get me to stop talking to him that I really respected and I try to use and share with people in the future. Oh my, I we're need just, one of these. We were just on the subway. In Boston, and this guy had at the time I was just pursuing music open mics, and he had hosted one of the music open mics that I did, and he he looked real distinctive, like sort of like hippie braids and such. And I was like, "Hey, you're the you're the guy from the I did that show, you know, months ago that you don't remember, and I do." He was a comedian. Yeah, uh, he was a he's some sort of art art person. I don't even know what he. I don't know what he is well, now. You should be glad someone came up. To him. Well, he was, and he we talked. He talked to me for a few minutes, but then we're on a train, maybe for who knows how long. And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna. Uh, it's been very nice talking to you. Like, I'm gonna read, my, uh, get back to my paper, but uh, have a good day." And uh, that's. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have that the wherewithal, the capacity. They don't. They don't want to offend even a stranger who they don't care about. But he, but he said he just said he was gonna go back to his paper. Oh, go back to his paper. Yeah. Wow, that. That you were shut down I, after after a reasonable amount of time. I like yeah, I would talk to him forever. That is kind of respectable. Yeah, I mean it's because he's like 
I don't want to talk to this guy. And I do want to read this paper. Yeah. Because some people, were you, was this, were you like an eager? I probably was. You were like, you weren't as cool. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm way cooler now. I once annoyed, um, you know the man Squeeze? Yeah. I once annoyed Glenn Tilbrook. At a, he didn't show it. I don't think he, he was very gracious. But he, this was in Fort Lauderdale at the Galleria Mall. And then Squeeze had just played, and I was a fan. And you don't see, like, celebrities walking around the Galleria Mall very often. Sure. And I saw, I go, oh, that's who I thought. I thought it was Chris Difford. I had their name switched. Okay. Usually I know that kind of thing. His, <laughs> his, co, his partner in, in Squeeze. And so I saw him going to a bookstore, and then he's, I see him at the magazine rack, and I go, Chris? <laughs> and he goes, Glenn. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I go, oh, I just saw your show the other night. It was really good. So he was like very friendly. But then I kind of stood there. Then I told him the story about how I heard David Lee Roth uh, stole a magazine from this bookstore. Well, I heard a rumor or something. I don't know. Anyway, I like it was that. one of those things where you're like, <laughs> I can't believe I was that guy who stands there and doesn't know when to go away. Were you a comedian at that point? I was. I don't think so. I was 20 years old. Okay. You know, this was two to three years ago. <laughs> Do you get it? But it was one of those things where I should have said, hey, great show. Nice meeting you. But he was like, hey, cheers. Like he, when he got up, he goes, hey, I'm just going to see you later. Cheers. When they give you the cheers, you're like, all right. Oh, but, yeah. But in retrospect, I was like, wow, he, he was probably slightly annoyed. If it makes you feel any better, he probably He's isn't. not thinking about it. Yeah. And also, he probably dealt with much worse than some kid standing there for a minute and a half. Absolutely. Over his shoulder. While he's trying to find a magazine for his <laughs> flight back to London. <laughs> and this kid won't leave and has boring stories. But had he known who I turned into? Man, if he, you think he's listening to this podcast? I just, I feel like everyone does. Right. Well, if Glenn, <laughs> that person turned out to be uh, Todd Barry. Glenn, I listen to your band more than I listen to the Beatles. Wow. It's more than I can say. I, I just met a person. I think the very first person that I've ever met who told me their favorite band is the Beatles. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Beatles is on everybody's radar, yeah. but this is, they, they were like, for a while I fought saying it. For a while I, I didn't want to be that, it seemed like so cliche and obvious. Like, everybody, but, but like, I love them more than everyone else. Now that else. the dust is settled, <laughs> seems like the Beatles. Do you, you know Howard Kramer? I do know Howard Kramer. He has a funny joke. I'm probably misquoting it, but about a guy wearing a Beatles shirt, and he's just like, this guy wants to let everyone know he likes the Beatles. <laughs> I thought that was funny. You are. I agree with you. You are right, and Howard is funny. So, what were we just talking about? Oh, the Beatles T-shirt. Yep. Now you're. You said you said you can only do my podcast today because you're traveling somewhere. Where are you going? I, I always talk about travel in this oh, podcast. I gotcha. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's really a springboard. Uh, well, I, can I ask when is this airing? I don't know. I want to talk about it in the proper terminology of. I Luckily, did. I don't. I don't care if people realize that, oh, they t hey, they t <laughs> this podcast was actually taped two weeks ago. Got it. Um, just, you can just, you can just talk. Fair enough. Okay. As this, of this now. Is not, this is an evergreen podcast. Perfect. Uh, I am going on a little do-it-yourself tour with uh, Zach Sherwin. Ooh. Oh, the DJ Napkins guy? Uh, he formerly named MC Mr. Napkins. MC he Mr. Napkins. now just Zach Sherwin. He doesn't want Napkins in his name he's, anymore? He's, yeah, he has a whole video explaining his... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. His uh, evolution? The evolution, yeah. The, the MC Mr. Napkins channel on YouTube, the final video is a video saying, I'm not MC Mr. Napkins anymore, go to this new channel. That's probably a good move. You don't want to be like 
Mr. Napkins the rest of your life, right? No, I mean... Maybe you do. Some, I don't know. Who some am I his, to talk? Some of his fans love it. Some of his fans are like, no! But it seems limiting, like if he wants to branch. So we're, let's hear about the Do-It-Yourself Tour. Uh, so we're calling it Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's the name okay. we chose. That's fun. I like that. Uh, we got some t-shirts <laughs> printed up with ourselves running away from a dinosaur. Yeah. All right. You're going to lose money on those. What else? <laughs> we All we have to sell is 33. Really? You figured yeah. this out. Yep. Uh, and keep one. Keep one to yourselves. But uh, yeah, we're going... Uh, I'm going up to Boston tomorrow. We're doing a fun show up there called that you might enjoy, uh, called You're the Expert. It's a, not a stand-up show. Uh, we're doing a stand-up show as well. But uh, You're the Expert is uh, it's hosted by this guy Chris Duffy, and he gets a like a, a an academic or a scientist or somebody who has like a complicated job that the job title uh, is not clear what they do to uh-huh. a layperson. And then he has a panel of either comedians slash improvisers who everybody sort of plays games, and it's like a guessing game slash you know learning experience. So it's fun and educational. And uh, Is that part of the tour? Uh, yeah, that's our first. Zach and I are both doing that. Also, uh, Gary Goldman and uh, Josh Gondelman are. So you do sets or do you? On that, on that show, we just we are on the panel and we each do a little segment and then sort of, it's sort of like a wait, wait, don't tell me-ish okay. kind of situation. All right, so we're after Boston then. After Boston, we go to uh, Levity Live. Okay. Uh, we for the uh, comedy juice. Good, I've heard that's a good yeah, club. I've had a fun time there. We go to uh, Berlin, Maryland. We go to uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Go back back up to Berlin, Maryland. Berlin, Maryland. What is Berlin, Maryland? It's uh, sort of on the outskirts. It's uh, right on the water. Uh, don't know anything about it. Zach has a friend there that has a theater, and we're uh, really yep. Those, see, I like those little weird gigs yeah. where you're like, no one has ever done a show here. No, do you know? It's, no one's ever heard of the city. It, in Most actual, people. It's That's, it's funny because this is a, so that that show's on a Thursday. And then we arranged the whole the whole two week tour, and then basically coming back on a Thursday two weeks later. And then my agent uh, emailed me a couple weeks ago and was like, "Hey, do you want to do a show in Ocean City, Maryland, on the Thursday right after the tour?" And I was like, "Sure." And then I was like googling all the directions and things. Ocean City, Maryland, is nine miles from Berlin, Maryland. And I was uh, like, "Are they gonna have a problem for that?" Yeah, I think there's a no compete kind of thing. <laughs> but, hey, we appreciate you uh, <laughs> booking the place across the the, the highway from us because now that'll sell. Then you can. Do some sell some tickets there that we could have sold here. So you, you couldn't do that. Uh, well, actually, I agreed to it, but then it, it ended up that room shut down. So I am only doing one of the things. Yeah, you can't do you can't do two shows within nine miles unless you're so big. You know, someone like Prince or, or the Rolling Stones could do that. I was going to give it a shot, but you would have you would have diluted the market. Although yep. nine miles could be a long, I mean that could be a completely different. Every once in a while, like it could be this town and then that yeah. town. Berlin, yeah. this is for you. Yeah, Ocean City, I got something for you. As Don't well. let anyone in who's not from Berlin. Okay, so you got Ocean City. Yep. Then oh, Berlin. Berlin. Then then down to uh, Charleston. Where in Charleston Theater Ninety Nine? Uh, that's uh, I think Tin Roof. Is that a thing? Is that a, in it Charleston? Could, it sounds like. One. Yeah, I, there's a place somewhere we're I performing. I think it's Tin Roof. I think yeah. it's Tin Roof. Okay, what else? Uh, then we're going to Savannah, to uh, a wormhole. What is that? It's a a place that uh, other comedian friends of ours have done shows that I think it's like 150 seats, like bar that, you know, charges people to come in to watch comedy. Oh. Savannah's nice. Yeah. Love- oh, we went to Savannah. Yeah, you and I were in you Savannah. You and I did a show in Savannah. I'd got, uh, that's one of the places where I've been the drunkest. Do you remember me falling off a chair? Yeah, you were, you were really drunk. Well, I also that- remember a guy talking to you who was so clear. I even remember what this guy looks like. And he didn't really do anything wrong, but he was just so... It was. He probably said to you, "I liked you better than that." <laughs> Even though, I, I, to be fair to myself, I did destroy that night. But, <laughs> but you could just see he was. He had a little look for me. 
that he didn't give to you. <laughs> but that's all right. I legit only remember. I remember that show was fun, and that you're allowed. That I learned that Savannah was one of the three towns in America where you can carry alcohol out of a building legally through the streets. It's also, Paula Dane controversial. Yeah, we were down there before the controversy. <laughs> so you go to Savannah, then where? Atlanta. Uh, not direct. Oh yeah, then yeah, then Atlanta the next night at the hangar. Wow, you're playing all these uh, unpredictable places. Yep. Then That's not the right word, but <laughs> not, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. I do. Untraditional. You wouldn't have predicted it. What is the hangar? Uh, it's a, another, like, sort of, you know, little potential rock venue slash yeah. do-it-yourselfer. So you're going, okay, then where? Uh, then Athens. Uh, 40 watt? No, the something with the word world. Have I gotten? It. Have I guessed any of your not venues? Not at all. It's all unpredictable. Oh, the world. Oh, I think I know what you're something talking. like Tasty that. world. Mm, could be. I think it is tasty world. Mm, I don't remember the word tasty. I think uh, we're going to look this up later. We will. Then we'll get. We'll record the apology separately. <laughs> then from Athens, we go back to South Carolina. Don't know the names of the venues in Columbia and Greenville. Wow, it's a pretty big tour. Then, uh, then to Chattanooga for a club, the uh, the Comedy Catch, there for four days. Thir- <laughs> Thursday to Sunday. That's a weird pit stop. Yeah. We're doing uh, one show in Chattanooga. We're doing one show in Columbia, South Carolina, then seventeen shows in Chattanooga. <laughs> We're doing a normal. That's a normal comedy club it week. Is, yeah. Uh, and then Monday to Nashville. Tuesday to I think that's the High Watt, if that's right. Yeah, I think there's a high one. Are you sure that's not Memphis? Uh, nope, definitely not going to Memphis. Okay. Definitely Nashville. Then Louisville, Kentucky. Don't know the name of the venue. Wow. Then Knoxville. Oh, maybe Knoxville's the high watt. That could be. We're going to a high watt somewhere. I We're going I've to Nashville. The, I think I've done the high watt. Knoxville. I and then so no- many shows. And then Knoxville's it, and then we come back. So you're flying out of... You We're driving the whole way. You're driving the whole way. Yep. Driving back from Knoxville. Yep. Do you... Um, Wow. Let's go back to the t-shirt. How long, so how long is this tour? Uh, it starts on a Tuesday, and the final date is a Wednesday, so just over two weeks. Have you traveled with Zach before? Uh, we, He's a know, good friend of yours, right? One of my best friends. Uh, we have, you know, we've driven to shows together. We've been in a car for, we've driven from New York to Boston, back and forth, uh, but never, never for, you know, I stay with him when I'm in LA sometimes. Like, yeah. we've, we like each other. We've been around each other. So this is the first uh, tour of this magnitude. You sound though. like you like, you know, well, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's got his side of the bus. I got mine. We're friends now. We'll be friends after. So whose car? Oh, your car? My car. Is your car, your, if I remember, your car's not. Is it a newish car or an old? I got it brand new. It's oh, you 2009. Did. Oh, okay. That'll so, work. Yeah. It's got 100,000, 105,000 miles on it right now. That's exciting, though. So how long are you each going to do? Uh, it's di- Some of the places are different. Like, some of the places they're booking, a, come, you know, yeah. a local actor to before us. One place we're doing an improv group before us. But I assume... Did you book this yourself? Uh, yeah, we all... We reached out to some people. There's, like, one guy in South Carolina who sort of had his hands in a lot of the places. Uh, but, yeah, uh, just other comedians and... Uh, I did a show in Columbia that was, was fantastic. I think it's probably there. It was, like, at an art museum type place, though. Sounds right. You're not gonna. You're, you're gonna have a rough time. Exact same place. <laughs> so you ha- let's go back to these t-shirts. Sure. So you have thirty. You have to sell thirty-three. I think that's the the math. See, but what you're not thinking about is every. What are you gonna do when you get to the the high watt, and you know, the bartender comes in? Man, how, how much of these t-shirts? <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh, this guy just gave me three drinks. Take one, and then you know. Fucking bus boy comes up to you, hey man, with like a ten dollar bill, and you're like, oh, you're like, I can't take your money. Todd, I guess you're right. I haven't considered that. Well, this is the, I've never sold T-shirts before. What you do is you have someone else sell them. Okay. That way, 
you're just, you, you don't, it's like you don't even care about the money. That's sensible. And they're not going to ask for, but. Now we're giving that, it away. People are, sh- yeah. everyone's sure to have listened to this podcast by then. So what did, what did the t-shirt say? Uh, they say on the back, they've got, you know, Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's got the, the end side. It's basically like a Tyrannosaurus is busting through this t-shirt. So the back of it's on the back, the front of it's on the front. We're running away from it. And on the back, it's got the tour dates as well. How many did you have made? I think we're making 50. Oh, you're making a total of 50? Yes. Oh, you should make more than that, man. Nah, well, might be too late, but... Uh, How many shows is it? Uh, I mean, it's whatever I just said, so probably like <laughs> 20 shows. I didn't count. 15? I didn't count, my friend. <laughs> 15, so you're three a show you're counting on. Yeah. I think you... You, you could, think we're going to run I, out? I would go 100. Okay. But, I mean, then there's that always that thing where you're like... Oh man, it's gonna be one of those nights. They sell four hundred CDs, and like one guy buys something. I I had I had a night. I, I had my best CD selling night about a month or two ago, and I did not expect it at all. Like you know, I think how, I don't know how many CDs you bring to. A, a, how, I don't know if you want 10, to announce ten thousand. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'd say like the most up to this point, the the week where I sold the most CDs was right after Last Comic Standing. I went to Acme, which is a great club. So many people came out, uh, and I think I probably sold like. Between 60 and 70. That's good. Yeah, in, in a week, and that was great. Uh, and what do you sell your CDs for? I sell, I now I have three different CDs, so now I do, when I had two, I would do... Oh, this is going to yeah. be a nightmare. <laughs> Go ahead. One, one for 15, two for 25, three for 30. Really? Yeah. So you're, you're, you're not the cheapest guy on, you're not the cheapest guy on the shelf. Three for 30? <laughs> three for 30 is good. That yeah. That would be $10 each. Just trying to, I think, t- I think $10 is a reasonable price. I would, I frequently pay for $10 CDs. Yeah. Your special, $5. I know. It's Comedy Central Direct, ccdirect.comedycentral.com. $5. <laughs> you can't say I don't have the $5 special now. Yes. See, um, okay, so the T-shirts. Have oh, yeah. you thought of, can you get more pressed? Uh, I'll ask Zach. Zach is on the T-shirt vanguard. 50, yeah. like, it's amazing someone would make just 50. Yep. Uh, I think he, he did it for himself because uh, Zach is involved in the, do you know the epic rap battles of history YouTube series? It's a very no. popular YouTube series. They have Not with me, it isn't. Millions of subscribers. <laughs> no, uh, I have yeah. no doubt that it is. Maybe, probably over a billion views. All right. Uh, I get it. <laughs> Zach is a writer and performer in, the, in these videos, and so uh, a lot of fans come out uh, to see him because of that, so he got a shirt printed up of himself as one of the characters that he plays in these. And he did a limited run of 50 for that, and it worked out pretty well, so we're doing the same thing here. For two weeks of shows, though? Because uh, you're going to be doing, what, like six shows just in Chattanooga. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I guess, look, we're, we'd, rather, is, we'd rather run out than yeah, no, have left. Yeah, I better run out. Yeah. But what sizes? How many, what's that, the breakdown of sizes? I think we're, See, that's why I would yeah. never sell T-shirts, because I would need, like, an, an advisor to well, tell me what sizes. I think that uh, <clears throat> Zach's experience selling his T-shirts. People uh, like the big ones. Uh, I forget what it was, but it was not expected. There was one really unexpected thing. So we're doing, like, you know, 10 of, 10 of two of the sizes and 15 of the other sizes between, like, you know, medium, small, medium, large, extra large. I think we're getting... You'd think you'd get a lot of mediums, but that wasn't it. Yeah, it's probably large and extra large, and then small. If there are any t-shirt experts out there, t-shirts... <laughs> Mike has set up a separate Gmail account. Yep. So, uh, do you have it? Does your podcast have a Gmail account? It, uh, it does, but I don't always... <laughs> what's the point? Somebody contact Todd to let me know about t-shirts. But... Because the thing with T-shirts and posters, like, if you give them something that's unique to the tour, yep. you'll sell more of that than you... Like, their CD, you go, oh, you can just get that on iTunes. You're right. You sell them, like, a poster, Can't and people this. are like, oh, my God, this is commemorative of this event. Get another 50. 
All right. Uh, I'll see if, if I'm wrong. <laughs> then, Todd, you agree to buy the the leftover T-shirts? It's gonna be. I will buy. <clears throat> I'll buy. I'll buy them in advance, and then you pay me back. Okay. Perfect. What are you selling them for? Uh, I don't remember what. You the... can sell the rest online, though. You're right. And you can also what you can do bring them to the other shows after the tour's over and just go old T-shirts. A tour that you didn't see. Vintage. Yeah. I've done it with posters. That's... People do. You just write vintage uh, posters. All right. But. Get another thousand. I just don't like carrying things around. No, it's terrible. Yeah. That's why I don't want... I mean, I just... As I'm into my 10th, 13th, 11th CD, you're like, you just (laughs) want to bring them all. But you're like, I don't want to check three bags to... How many do you bring? Do you you bring some of each or... Sometimes I'll have them shipped to the venue. Mm -hmm. And then there are times where I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to bring less than I think I need, maybe. Because I I, I over... The thing is, I will tell you this in my experience. And I'm... Full of experience. I'm wrapped. Like the smaller, like the, let's say, the non-major markets. Although you did sell a lot in Minneapolis. A place like Chattanooga, people buy shit. Columbia, like you'll sell stuff in places where you think you might not sell stuff. Like you can do a show for 40 people in in, in Macon and sell 10 people. Macon, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. I've yeah. never done a show in Macon. Okay. But you know what I mean? <laughs> but I've done shows. I did a show in Chattanooga where like a third of the audience, of the small audience, All right. bought something. Which I, is kind of a high percentage. I guess maybe we'll just go. If, if Katy we sell, Perry yeah. doesn't sell to a third of her <laughs> arena audience. If we sell out of the t-shirts too soon on the tour. I have a little contingency plan. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we'll just have another tour where we don't do shows. We'll just have a t-shirt selling tour. You're going to be like, I can't believe how long we're talking about the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> you're going to have to go. You're going to be like, if you sell out within the first three, you won't be thinking about. All the money you made, you'd be just like, oh, God, all the money we'd be making tonight if we had these T-shirts. <laughs> you're going to be on stage, you're going to be killing, you're going to be like, oh, there's 150 people. <laughs> four of them bought a T-shirt. Oh, and I don't have any because I didn't listen to Todd and I just had 50 made. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I do understand that mentality. That does resonate with me, but uh, I'm pretty good at, uh, at looking on the bright side of things. Are you? I'm a, I'm a bright side guy. That's where you and I differ. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm very different from a lot of, a lot of people. <laughs> Were you... Uh, so that, that tour sounds... So did you have your hotels booked? Uh, most of, yeah, most of the places, they're just... They're putting us up somewhere. Really? Uh, yep. Here, I made a mistake. Uh, just got Did the old, you... Now you get the names of the place? Uh, should do that. It's a great idea. Because sometimes places that book bands, you know, there's just a different standard. You're like... Yeah, the guys in the band liked. Yeah, you're right. Like that place. You're right. You're right. Uh, like the place that had beds in it, <laughs> as opposed to car van seats. You're big. You're big uh, traveler in comfort. I know. Uh, uh, but I don't. I mean, I like to be cheap about it. Also, we've, uh, we we here's here's my impression of almost every conversation that you and I have after I've come back. Where were you? Uh, whatever city. Where'd you stay? Whatever hotel. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, must but hate. Ask me about the most re- the club, the, my most recent club experience. Ask me about oh, it. Oh, I'd love to. Where, what was your most recent club experience? I was at Helium in Portland. Uh, ask me where I stayed. Where'd they put you up? Uh, this time, they normally put you up somewhere, but it was full, so I was at the Hotel Monaco. Oh, that's nice. It was real nice. Those are nice. I haven't yeah. stayed at that Monaco. That was Monaco's a good... are nice. Yeah, it was. Now, what you should have done, mm-hmm. and you're going to Because that's a Kimpton hotel. It is. If you sign up for their rewards program, I did. Oh, then you get ten dollars in mini bar. For yep, free. absolutely. Oh, man, I thought I they would... told me about it. Oh, they did. Yeah, they're so, they're so nice. They, t- I had, to, I signed up because I just wanted. They're like the internet is twelve dollars a day unless you sign up for this, then it's free, uh, and also ten dollars for the mini bar, which uh, it's yeah. There's the wake up call was from a person. It was like hello, you know they. 
which I assume means it's nice. I never use wake-up calls. No? Don't you have a phone that has an I just don't want my phone on. I do both. I, uh, I, I set my alarm I on my phone. I unplug my phones the minute I walk into a hotel. Not oh. Certainly the minute. Oh, you don't, want, you don't want the hotel phone on. I gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. No, I like, sometimes... Even though I check in under four different assumed names. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I don't trust my, you know, if I have to wake up at a specific time to do whatever radio or things, like, I double, I'm, I'm anal about it. You know what's going to happen now, though? They put you at this swank boutique hotel, mm-hmm. and then next time you're going to come through, they're going to be like, hey, well, it's that other place that isn't as nice, as, it's not full, so you're going to be standing there, and you're going to be like, ah, it's too, you don't go backwards, my friend. Once you go Kempton, yeah. yeah, you never go back into Hilton. Doesn't rhyme, but uh, yeah, no. I, I again, I, I see this as bonus. It's a bonus experience. Uh, it'll never be. Uh, they'll never take that away from me, Todd. <laughs> Those four nights that I stayed <laughs> in a bed that was as comfortable as the place that uh, they would have put me in. Absolutely, that's the location, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, great. Portland's uh, great. Yeah, that club's good. Too. One of my favorite. Yeah, amazing club. Uh, great audiences. Uh, it's a super town. Like one bathroom, of my favorite places. Backstage bathroom. Oh yeah. Backstage, it leads right to the stage. Yep. Oh my god. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they, they do a good job there, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I think we're hitting the point where I awkwardly try to end the whole podcast. And I refuse to allow it. This is like when Brokaw was sitting on the plane and just, <laughs> just couldn't get a hint. I mean, you can edit all that. Let's edit, edit. This is We're getting into the meat of this. T-shirts, hotels. T-shirts, hotels. Did, what what podcast have you done lately? And tell me something deeper you talked about. Uh, I did, uh, can it be my, an episode of my own? Yeah, sure. Did you break down or anything? I don't know. I don't I do not do that. Yeah. I'm very healthy. Uh, I cry sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You're allowed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, had a had a good conversation with uh, Chemda, who is the girl of Keaton the girl. Okay. Uh, and her uh, partner Lauren, who is a uh, born a woman, born you know in a female body, uh, still has the body she was born with, but identifies as a essentially a trans man. Right. Uh, had those two and Mark Normand uh, on my podcast. Uh, for a, a super hang, we call it. How does what does Mark Norman identify as? Uh, just joking. <laughs> like cis straight white male, and he he asked, he just asked tons of questions about you know about identity, about women. So she basically looks like a man. No, identifies she, a man. Yeah, identifies as a man. She just hasn't had surgery. Uh, yeah, hasn't had any surgeries. Looks looks like a woman, but uh, uh, is in. So some people some people will identify them as being in a lesbian relationship because it looks like they are right. two women. But, uh, you know, it's what's on the inside that... Uh, so she wants... She, so if you say... If you refer to her as her, she'll go him. I don't think she... Why I don't we, think she will. Okay. Why I don't are we talking about... This is weird that I'm, I'm interviewing someone else <laughs> through you. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's... I talk about those sorts of things. I, those, those are of that's interest good, to me. That's good. That's Maury Povich stuff. Yeah. I like, uh, I mean, I, I am essentially a, a straight white man, I, as far as I know, maybe a lesbian on the inside, but... Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Do you have anything else you want to plug? Uh, is it, uh, did you, did we edit out the, the mention of my podcast earlier? The name, oh, what is the name? Oh, the name, uh, no, we're not editing out anything. This, my, is a, this is a no edit. <laughs> uh, Hang Out With Me is the name of my podcast on the Keith and the Girl Network. On the Keith and the Girl Network, you can get that on iTunes? Uh, yep, you can get it on iTunes, I think Stitcher, I think, you know, tons of places. Stitcher, I'm not on Stitcher, should I be on Stitcher? Uh, I don't see why, I, I don't know why not. Uh, I always assume that if you're on more things, then yeah, more people get, will listen. That's a good point. 
but I, there also I have in my head somebody once was like Stitcher. Why would you do that? But uh, oh, there's I think always me someone to get more people. Like there are people who are like, why do you do iTunes? Like when people are like, hey, how do I not use iTunes for this? I'm like, yeah, I, can, I don't know. It's like use that computer that you don't have iTunes on <laughs> and go on Google and then figure I, it all out. How do I not use Google? How do I how do I not use iTunes? I just want to go from town to town. How do I not use get your free podcast? <laughs> from my completely free entitled life that I have, I don't really like to use iTunes. Yes. But if you go to yeah. I don't like the no money that they <laughs> don't charge. Oh god. This I think this is the funny this is I've been the funniest on this episode than all the other episodes. I'm really happy about that. I think I do you know what I do, do like doing? I like paying for co- podcasts that I enjoy. Like really? they have a way like one of my favorite podcast to listen to besides this one and, and then my own is uh, Savage Love you know Dan Savage's podcast oh, is it good it's, it's my favorite and they just recently started offering like uh, he's like we, we have we've had the complaints we get mostly are like why so many ads and uh, why so little content like it was like 45 minutes and then you know a couple of ads and so he's like so now if you want to give like you know 20 bucks you'll get 20 magnum size like larger episodes so it's like 80 minutes and did no he ads. say magnum size that's what they Somebody? call them yep I get it yeah, he's a sex advice columnist I get it <laughs> damn I, not, that was <laughs> magnum size subtle <laughs> All right, Mike. Is there anything else? So your your podcast, your tour, yeah, my back up, my podcast, my tour, everything. If you just put my name into you yeah. know myq k a p l a n and see his tour. Hopefully, this will be out. When does the tour start? What's the date? Again? Uh, it goes August sixth through twenty one. Hmm. <laughs> well, you might have just the, missed it. Maybe in the middle of it. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Doc. Excuse me on the ahem. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Next week, I start my crowd work tour. I'll be doing entire shows of just crowd work. I think you know what crowd work is. It's when a comedian works the crowd and doesn't do his act or her act. His or or her act. I start in San Diego on the 16th, then move on to Los Angeles on the 17th. San Francisco on the 19th. The 20th, I'll be in Portland. Uh, What else is there? Oh, 22nd, I'll be in Seattle. 23rd, Vancouver. And this is a new one. This is the first time I'm announcing this. 25th in Anchorage, Alaska. And I might add another date, but I don't know. So far, that's what we got. And the tour's coming up, so I might as well end it there. Maybe one more show. Check me out on Twitter, at Todd Barry. And feralaudio.com are the people who put this podcast on. So go to feralaudio.com, F-E-R-A-L, audio.com. Thank you. See you next time. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.